In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. In today's gospel lesson, the Lord asks a question. He asks a man who had been ill for 38 years if he wanted to be healed. Now, I would never advise a snarky response to the Lord. But I, hear, I read this and I think, really, 38 years, do you want to be healed? But I will tell you this, is the Lord did nothing. He said nothing that wasn't purposeful. And he asked this man if he wanted to be healed, and he knew the circumstances surrounding his 38 years of paralysis and illness. But I think that question can also be asked of us. Do we want to be healed? Now let me back up just a little bit. So we got a pretty unusual story here. At least I think it's unusual. The fact that an angel comes down. Some say, by the way, it's the archangel Raphael. Maybe, maybe not. But an angel comes down into the water, stirs it up, and then the first person in gets healed. Now, that's pretty unusual. I haven't heard of anything like that happening in the last few thousand years. Maybe it has, and I just haven't heard. But let me set the stage. We have this pool. It's called Bethsaida. Not to be confused with, confused with Bethesda. It is Bethesda. I did mix it up. My wife said something to me yesterday, and it got me mixed up. I'm sorry. It is Bethsaida. I'm sorry. And it's used to, they use this pool to wash the sacrificial lambs that they slayed for, uh, in the temple. Now, there are the, it has five porticos. We might call them docks or piers today. But it also says that there was a multitude of invalids there, sick, lame, paralyzed. So they're there, and, and periodically, in certain seasons, I don't know how often it was, how long between uh, seasons, but the angel would come down and stir this water up, this healing water. And then the first one in was cured. So up to this point, the healing was conditioned upon being the first in the water. Well, now the Lord comes, and suddenly it's not conditioned on you being first into that water, because the Lord's word is what was able to heal this man. He's already performed at least two miracles so far. He turned the water into wine at Cana, the wedding, and he also healed the nobleman's son, who was close to death. But he comes along, and he heals this man, and I think there's some things we can take from this lesson in St. John. The first is, is that we do become paralyzed by the sin in our lives. It does stop us, literally stops us on our Christian walk. The second thing is, is we need to have patience. And that's the willingness to wait for the promises on our walk with the Lord and willingness to wait for healing in the Lord's time. And then we need to be persevering as well. Continuing on that walk, even though there are obstacles put in our way that seem insurmountable. So we can be paralyzed by sin, and we need patience, and we need perseverance to be healed from this. 
I didn't set out to make those three things start with P's. It just happened. But I also want to point out is that we do not earn that healing, by the way, by just being patient and persistent or and persevering. No, it's the Lord, his mercy, who heals us. But he does want us to participate in that as well. So we do become paralyzed by the sin. It bogs us down. If you've ever walked across a muddy field, and you know with every step you take, more mud clings to your feet. And as you walk, your feet get heavier, you get dirty, and then you take that faithful step where you stick your foot in it and your shoe stays in the mud and your foot comes out. And then you step in the mud further, sullying your body. And you know, that's what happens with sin as well in our lives. Is the further we get into it, the more it bogs us down, we get slower, and suddenly we're filthy with it, and we're stuck out there in the middle. So what do we do? We know it's the sin that's paralyzing us, and we need to change something. I've got a little saying I, I say oftentimes, which is, if nothing changes, nothing will change. So what do you do about this? If you need to change, well, I'll tell you one thing you can do is the church has given us the sacrament of confession. And as we confess our sins and we repent, we are saying we will change what we're doing. So change. Don't get stuck. Don't get that deer-in-the-headlight look with our sin as we're stuck out there in the middle of all this muck and junk and crud that is the sin in our lives. We need to change. Well, we need to change, and sometimes it just takes time. Of course, the famous question, or a famous question to the Lord, well, how many times do we have to forgive? And of course, the answer is 70 times 7. So we know that oftentimes our, our decision to change needs to be made again and again and again. So we'll do that, but we have patience in doing that as well. You know, our culture, we tend to be an immediate desiring culture. Everything we want, we want it right now. You know, we, we, if you, you call somebody or text, because we all have cell phones, or most of us do, uh, you know, if you don't get a response in the next few minutes, you wonder what's going on. You know, back 30 years ago, we had these things called answer machines, and you called and you left a message, and you know, the, if you waited a day, you thought it was pretty good. You sometimes had to wait two or three days. But our culture now, we demand immediate response, immediate change. And you know, sometimes it just takes time. And we need to have patience. You know, my, um, I, I, I consider myself to be a reasonably patient man. And uh, in fact, when I was a teenager, my dad and I, we, we spent time together working on cars. He said we were the perfect team because he had the knowledge and I had the patience. And if you knew my dad, yes, I had the patience. 
But what that meant was I was the guy under the car, you know, in the dirt and the oil and everything's falling on my face because I would put my hand up in some weird contortion and I was willing to turn that bolt, you know, an eighth of a turn at a time until we got that thing on there. He would always say, you know, they make a special tool for this. And we never had the special tool, so I was the special tool. But as I said, I consider myself to be a pretty patient man. I don't know that I would have waited 38 years like this man did. But he was there waiting, hoping. And I think that we could say he just had never given up. And we need to have patience as well. You know, King David in Psalm 40, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord. And what did he get out of that? I'll tell you what David got. The Lord heard him, and he brought him up out of the miry pit, the miserable pit and the miry clay that he was in. That's why we need to be patient and wait on the Lord. He does listen, and he will hear. Well, perseverance, it's continuing on, keeping on, going, no matter what happens. Delays, difficulty, obstacles put in your way. There was a guy, he was paralyzed. How is he going to get in the water? He admits he has no man to put him in. But he's still there because he's hopeful in being healed. You know, his, his faith, and that's, you know, where we also need to have the faith of this man as well for our healing. In a certain sense, it's, it's similar to that of the myrrh-bearing women who on their way to the tomb said, how are we going to roll that stone away? And... You know, if it me, I'd probably say, oh, let's go back home and figure this out. Go, go back to bed. Uh, they kept going. And this man is similar for 38 years. And again, I don't know if he lived at the pool, whatever it was, but he was there over the 38 years. And his faith was that I will be healed. And the Lord did heal him. He asked him that question, do you want to be healed? And that same question is asked of us. Do we want to be healed? You know, sometimes it does feel like we really do want to wallow in that bog of sin and get dirty, but let's not do that. You know, during Lent, we spent all that time saying over and over and over again, we have none other help but thee, O Lord of hosts. That's where our hope is. So do we want to be healed? The Lord wants to do it. He can heal us of the paralysis of our sins. And we must be patient. And as King David says, we must wait on the Lord as well. And we must persevere in the face of all obstacles. So let us answer that question of whether we want to be healed with a resounding yes for he will equip us with the patience and perseverance to overcome that paralysis. And now to him who heals all our afflictions, including our paralysis of sin, to be all glory, honor, and worship, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is risen.